It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Michael Reed on LMFM. Now, the 221 Plus Cervical Check Patient Support Group has written to the Minister for Health, Stephen Donnelly, outlining that the group is no longer engaging in the process of establishing a tribunal into the cervical check scandal. In its letter to the Minister, they say they're disappointed for their members and frustrated at the waste of their time over the course of the past three weeks. And they say at this point, four and a half months into its term were forced to conclude that this government, which could finally have done the right thing on this issue, is in fact speaking out, uh, out of both sides of its mouth. We've felt for over three weeks, uh, that, but we, kept, we felt that for over three weeks, but we kept our counsel. Uh, this week, however, has proven the point when we contrast the distancing and finger pointing of your correspondence with the plumas given to questions raised in the doll by Antishok, which reeked of playing to the gallery of public opinion and they say they see no point in continuing in the process. Rosie Condra is a member of the group and well known locally as well of course for anybody who's ever been treated by her nursing skills in Our Lady of Lourdes Hospital. She's on the line with us now and a very good morning to you Rosie and thanks for joining us on the programme this morning. Explain to us the problems with this tribunal because this was meant to be the solution to a scandal, a scandal that uh, didn't just shake the nation, but upset the nation. Uh, good morning, Michael. Good morning, everyone. Um, how, I have to say how I feel at the moment, um, you know, while it is, I don't even know where to start, while it may be indeed five months or so for this current health minister, it's not five months for us. For the majority of us who are impacted, it's, you know, some two and a half years, rolling into three. Um, and indeed, there are other people in the group who were pursuing a case before um, uh, May 2018. Um, <clears throat> what I would feel or the sense I got, you know, back in September um, when we had the meeting, um, we were, I think you could say, we felt cautiously um, optimistic. But as the engagements continued, and that um, cautious optimism it just uh, turned to, you know, each time less and less confidence. So, you know, you, you would be forgiven, Michael, you know, um, for thinking that myself and those on the committee of the steering group were somehow, you know, Machiavellian characters that 
behind the scenes we were working on a dastardly plan, mm. you know, um, which couldn't be further from the truth. But do you, are, do you, do you think people do you think people think of you that way? But, you know, no, 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 not the people, okay. not the citizens of the state, but most definitely from uh, the engagement, you know, and the responses we were getting back in letter form from our health minister, Stephen Donnelly. You would almost think that we were somehow, you know, in the background working and causing mischief, you know, and that couldn't be further from the truth. I think, you know, for... Like I'm, quite, I'm so mm. indignant, I'm so disheartened, and I'm so disillusioned. And that's not how I felt, you know, in June. It isn't how I felt in September at that meeting. By the 23rd of October, I certainly started feeling cynical and disheartened. And as those communications, sorry, I'm trying to keep calm here because I'm so angry. As... Those communications kept coming back. There was two and four communications. All I can say is I became cynical, and that is not my natural base. I honestly don't think, I don't know you very well, Rosie, but uh, 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 I do know you to some extent, and I know of you, uh, and anything I know about you uh, would be completely the opposite. Yes, yeah. And, you know, in fairness, on the 23rd, Stephen Donnelly, the minister, he did apologise for any anxiety caused or any hurt or whatever. Yes, yes, that continued. So and, I am and, very uh, angry and disillusioned. Is it right uh, to say that you're angry and disillusioned uh, because of what has happened, but also because you were given false hope? I'm going to try an analogy here. I don't know um, if it will work for everyone. I hope it does the listeners, right? So let's say we have a building, you know, and this building is, is the tribunal, but picture a building, and the roof has leaks. And to be, you know, to get us, there's six leaks. So we, these people who went in and look, you know, there's actually six leaks in this house. I wouldn't be happy to use it. So you call in the roofers, right? And you ask the roofers, we believe there's six leaks here. Uh, Nobody's going to be able to use this house for the proper function that we would want it to be. So the roofers come in and the roofers in this scenario are the government, right? Mm. So they look, there's two in and fro and we'll fix that hole and we might do six, three of the holes and then we get, you know, two in and fro and you get to four holes. There you go. That's it. So we, the people who want to use this building, are saying, OK, OK, I can't see people wanting to come into this building and use it for and that it's not fit for purpose, as we see it. And then you find that the storm comes along, it rains, and then it gets flooded. You're not going to use that building, are you? And that's how we feel. Like... We didn't pluck this out of thin air. Back in, I think it was 2019, myself and Brian, we met a track up to Dublin. We met uh, Justice Charles Meenan, and he listened to us. We put forward our questions. And the one thing I will remember from him is he said, trust your solicitor. So we on the steering group committee, we went and we seeked expertise our solicitors to give us some advice on what we had in front of us. 
and that is the tribunal. The tribunal, in fairness to Justice Charles Meenan, was put together and set up to uh, to go in June 2019. Just to, just think of that, June 2019. Subsequent to that. And let's remember Ruth Morrissey. I remember talking to Ruth Morrissey by a messenger. And Ruth Morrissey said, you know, it was really bad form which he went through. But maybe, just maybe, no other woman in this country would ever have to go through what she went through. Shame. Shame on our government. Here we are. 2020, the end of it. You uh, everyone across the country is dealing with the pandemic, everyone. And you have women and families in this country on their own, isolated, having to deal with what avenue is open to me. And the two things that were pinned on that we have really tried hard. And let's face it, we all know Vicky Phelan. She goes to every end of research. We're all following that. That is the example she has set for us all. And what we have, and I'm trying to be calm here. Sorry, Michael. It's okay. When, subsequent, you know, you're five months on, and the very people that you are trying to talk to are tone deaf, then engagement become pointless. Now, we did get some moves on four of the six asked. And I'm not going to bore the listeners with the detail there. Reoccurrence is where we're pinned and that we wouldn't have to have the labs in. And the landscape changed from 20 June 2019. I'm sure people are sick of hearing about cervical check and the cervical check tribunal. But we're pinned here. We're not getting to move on. We're not getting to put a line under what happened to us. I didn't decide that there was discordance between the finding in my slide, for instance, where I'm impacted 2011. I get diagnosed with 20, uh, 2014 with cervical cancer. I am not some errant woman. Neither is Vicky Phelan. Neither is Lorraine Walsh. Neither was Irene Teep, Ruth Morrissey. Julie O'Reilly, Orla Church, I could keep going, and poor Emma Dick Bahuna. All those women, there's some women who are nameless, they're invisible. And until 2018, the fact I had a vagina was a shameful thing. I am not an errant woman. I've done nothing wrong to have a diagnosis of cervical cancer. I went and used a cervical screening program. And Gabriel Scali said in his findings, let's quote him, doomed to fail. And here we have a tribunal not fit for purpose, doomed to fail. The state, this current government, the organs of state, yes, again, letting down the women, the women of Ireland. We make up 50% of the population here nationally, globally. And yet every time that women dare to put their head above the parapet and say, sorry, that doesn't fit me. One size does not fit all. I'm here. Please hear me. Please hear me. What happened? Please listen to what I am saying. 
What happens next, Rosie? Well, you know, I'm a bit confused because there seems to be no move forward and our Taoiseach, Michal Martin, seems to be giving the signals, I'll be back here. I don't know what that means. Let's, let's, you know, really, really, I think we've forgotten where the focus should be, Michael. The focus is meant to be on the women impacted, on the families impacted. I don't know, did anyone listen and hear Stephen Teeth's um, interview at the weekend? This is the week for uh, uh, raising awareness of children dealing with grief. With grief. I'm still grieving. I'm alive. But I'm grieving the loss, the loss of my womanhood. I'm a menopausal woman. I'm like an 80-year-old sometimes. But you know, Michael, I might get to be 80. Because, yes, surgery was successful for me. And I, I am so scared that I might have reoccurrence, that it might come back. We are not somehow errant, mischievous women or families. We're looking for justice and fairness. There's nobody seeking a pathway to the cervical check tribunal to is there by choice. None of us. Okay, well, uh, I know I spoke to you about three weeks ago uh, when there was a lot of concern that you'd end up in the position uh, that you and uh, the other members of uh, the group are in uh, today. And uh, as uh, you say uh, in your correspondence, uh, you've held your counsel uh, that correspond mm. that letter to the minister. Um, so I can understand uh, that uh, there's a, a, a lot of uh, pent up frustration and uh, the position you're taking now may uh, impact on uh, the position of government or not, uh, but we will be hearing, obviously, an awful lot more about cervical check and uh, more about uh, your situation and the situation of all of the women uh, involved in uh, this. We'll uh, leave it for the moment, Rosie, but thank you very much indeed uh, for taking the time to speak to us. Thank you. That's uh, Rosie Condra, a member of uh, the 221 Plus Uh, campaign, cervical check and uh, patient uh, support group uh, and uh, indeed uh, somebody uh, who I'm sure is well known to many people who uh, perhaps like me uh, was uh, under the expert uh, care and uh, nursing of Rosie Condra. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.